0: Hey, what's going on, everyone? I'm your host, Adrian Chukliani. Welcome to the St. Joseph's Capital Show, the home for faith-driven leaders and investors in pursuit of new streams of passive income through the tried-and-true asset-class commercial real estate. I have conversations with high-performers, investors, and syndicators in the industry that are using their time talent, and treasure to breathe life into and create eternal impacts in their communities. Our goal is to help you build relationships, learn about real estate investing and syndication, and level up one day at a time so that we can all become the best versions of ourselves. Now, let's get to the show. Receive your free access to our seven-day course, an introduction to passive real estate investing, which also includes access to our new ebook. 13 Advantages of Real Estate Syndications. Inside, you'll learn the basics of commercial real estate, how syndications can be a wiser alternative, a detailed example of forcing appreciation and increasing value on a multifamily property, and benefits of passively investing. Receive access to this course and the book by checking out the show notes or visit st.josephscapital.com. That is S T J O S E P H S C A P I T A L dot com to start your investment journey. All right, welcome to the St. Joseph's Capital Show. I'm your host, Adrian Chukwunyie. Today, our guest is Derek Clifford. Welcome to the show, Derek.
1: Hey, how you doing, Adrian? Good to see you here. Thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely. Derek is a successful single and multifamily real estate investor. Um, He's adding 13 out of state units to his portfolio in his first year of acquisitions while working a full time corporate job. Today, he's a multifamily investor controlling 250 uh, plus apartment units with over $20 million assets under management, and that is only going up. And he successfully retired from his full time W 2. Uh, at a large utilities company on the West Coast, using his growing real estate portfolio. And uh, this enabled him to set into a life of travel and unlock two of the three degrees of freedom. One, time, two, location, and will eventually lead to the third, which is financial freedom. Uh, He is also an author, blogger, and podcast host of the Elevate Your Equity Show. And he is the founder and CEO of Elevate Equity firm that partners with individuals and companies to purchase, approve, and operate cash-flowing multifamily apartment real estate. He published his first book, Part-Time Real Estate Investing for Full-Time Professionals in 2020, which has helped several people get started on the path of growing their passive income on the side of working a full-time corporate job. Derek, I'm so glad that we you know, were able to make this happen today. Yeah, just excited to have you on. You introduce yourself to our listeners and just you know, tell us who you are, Derek, and a little bit about uh, uh, your real estate investing journey.
1: Sure. And first of all, Adrian, thank you for the intro. I really appreciate that. And it's great to be on the show. I, I'm, I'm honored to be here. Um, yeah, so me and my wife are currently Airbnb nomads. Um, we have left our full time job back in September last year, and now we're hopping from Airbnb to Airbnb, um, trying to live the abundant life right now um, as we have it. Um, and we can get into the story a little bit later on, but basically, I quit my full time job and um, created a large one- runway of cash for myself. And then um, also came to the realization that instead of living in the California Bay Area, which is like $10,000 a month to live there easily right? Um, I figured that we could do quite a bit of living on half that in the rest of the country um, to increase our runway so that we had more time to be able to give ourselves a fair shot in doing what we do on our businesses full-time. So I'm super excited about that and we're just like I said, living the life of abundance right now, um, traveling from place to place and doing what whatever we do and doing all of our work remotely um, and buying real estate and, and helping on my wife's side, helping uh, entrepreneurs with their health um, on the side. so Really fun stuff, and I'm just super excited about life.
0: I can definitely, you know, see see your excitement uh, for where yeah. you're at, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to just kind of dive into to the journey. Yeah. There,
1: sure. Yeah, so maybe um, what I can do is tell you a little bit about how I got started in real estate investing, and um, the most natural way that most people start with real inve- real estate investing is by accident, right? because that's exactly what happened with me. Um, what ended up happening, and just to make this long story shorter, um, my my wife had bought a condo about two months before the uh, real estate crash, and it was in Washington State where she was going to grad school. And the idea was for her to be able to buy that condo, and then it would appreciate a little bit, and then you'd use that to pay off her grad school grad school student loans. That was the idea. Well, unfortunately, about Three months after the crash happened, her two hundred fifty thousand dollars condo that she had bought went down to like ninety k. That's what it was worth. And when she graduated four years later, it wasn't. It still hadn't recovered its original value. It was only up to like one hundred and seventy five or something like that. So, at the time, my wife and I didn't have the money to be able to write the check to sell it, so that we could move down to the Bay Area where my wife had a residency offer right for her for her doctor's um, graduate degree. So, what we ended up doing was we just rented the place out because we didn't know anything else to do we couldn't like we couldn't keep it there empty and we couldn't just like you know leave it so we ended up renting it and um as you know we rented it, we were getting about four hundred dollars in cash flow on top of all of our expenses so as we were driving down from Washington State to California on the west coast um we're watching this mail this mailbox money come in right and then the light bulb went off in my head. It's like, oh my gosh, all this passive income thing or this financial independence thing that I'm looking for. Like, this has got to be it because if we, if this happened to us on accident, what would happen if we really leaned into it and did it on purpose, right? Like we had a design for all this. So that's exactly what we did. I I started my full-time job in the Bay area um, and then started buying single family houses in Indianapolis. Um, Just getting, you know, Networked with the right people who were doing this type of thing out of state from the Bay Area in California, and advising me into these cash flow markets and helping me get started. And once I did, um, I bought like you know, as I said, as you said in the intro, about thirteen or sixteen units in my first eight months of of, of getting going. Um, so it's really funny. I owned all these houses in Indiana, but I couldn't afford something in my local market because it was just too expensive to buy a house. So we have all these rental properties, but no private residents. We were just renting. And, uh, and then from there, like we maxed out our number of loans that we could get with, uh, Fannie Mae, which it, which it turns out is about 10. Um, and then, uh, once you, once you get past that point, realize you got to do some multifamily, right. To get some economies of scale, um, and got a coach, got mentored, um, started raising capital, like built a brand for myself, and went through huge mindset growths with all the challenges that came with the growth. Um, and then now today, we're 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 growing rapidly right now, and we're adding team members almost every month. Um, and it's just a great place to be. So we're super excited about everything, and that's my real estate history.
0: Very cool, Derek. Uh, you know, such a powerful journey uh, for sure. Yeah. I love how you know you and your wife kind of started on accident. I think for so many, so many mm-hmm. of us that. Uh, Kind of start on accident in the real estate space, including myself, really, um, you Mm -hmm. know, when I, when I got started a couple of years ago, it was really with, you know, buying a condo um, on Hawaii and then kind of looking for, looking for assistance on how do you manage this once I, you know, move on to my next duty station. Um, And so, but it's, you know, once you saw that mail money come in, that light bulb went off and it's like, that Mm -hmm. is like the seed, right? That's like, okay, well, shoot you know, I didn't really do this intentionally, but what if I do? And it's like, you know, that just kind of opened up that, that world of all these kinds of possibilities. And, you know, who you are now, uh, you know, after large, you know, commercial family properties. And uh, yeah, I'd kind of like to dive into maybe that mindset shifts um, specifically to with, you know, going from, uh, you know, you ran out of the amount of loans you could take on on your own and you're like, okay, let's, let's jump to multifamily. Um, you know, what was that? What was that jump like? What was that shift like for you there?
1: If I was going to say that it was graceful, I'd be hundred percent lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> very sloppy, very sloppy is what it was. Um, we, we looked at we, we, the first multifamily property that I bought was with a couple other partners and we did a joint venture on it. Um, and it was three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for eighteen units, which is crazy. That's really, really good, right? But there's a reason, right? There was a lot of rehab that needed to be done, uh, and I learned a lot about like picking the right partners because there was issues with that partnership. That um, we still have that property today, but it's right now out of like hot water because it was really, really tough. Like we knew there would need to be a roof replaced and 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 everything. But generally, like the whole looking back right now, the whole thing that I learned from going from single family to multifamily is that you've got to be a part of a team. Like you you cannot do it all yourself. It's just too much, right? You probably could, but you have to be Superman and you have to be like have your your systems dialed in, and it's just no fun because that would be all that you do all day, every day. So, you know, specializing in a certain thing and just sticking with what you know. Um, And doing that repeatedly over and over again um, is the surefire way to success. And so I think um, just to summarize, the shift from single family to multifamily is going from the lone wolf to being a member of the pack, right? And so when you make that shift, you have to understand that like you're not going to know everything or you shouldn't know everything. And that what you do, the best you can do is line yourself up with a good network and get yourself out there find people that you enjoy to working with and have complementary skills, like skills that maybe you don't have or talents that you don't aspire to achieve or get um, and part, partner up with those people, right. And, and try to make something better together. So that's a big difference between single family and multifamily.
0: Absolutely. And you also brought up the step that you took in regard to, to getting a coach. And I think that's, you know, such a big jump, you know, mentally for mm-hmm. people, because when you're in a single family space, like you're, you're taking down deals on your own. You, I'm sure you had, you know, a lot of confidence after that first year, you know, taking, you know, you had 13 or 16 units after that first year. And it's like, you're probably, like, you're the first time like, Oh, I need a coach. Like I'm, I can do this on my own, but percent. Like, <laughs> you, you know, you start to see the power in, uh, that having a team and having those partners, uh, you know, especially with 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 syndication, it's like there are people that have been, you know, maybe a couple steps ahead of you that might be able to uh, maybe walk you through some of the the, the different challenges with with that um, with that jump from residential to to commercial. So very cool.
1: Yeah, and you know, not only that, Adrian, but like you know, for those listeners who are out there thinking that they can do this multifamily stuff on their own, um, you don't realize that like in order for you to qualify for the loan. The net worth of the people that are on the ownership side of a syndication or in any apartment building, you have to have a net worth that's bigger than the loan amount. So, if you think that you can walk in there with a negative net worth and just like put your sign a personal guarantee on the loan, right, for a property, that no one's going to write you the loan. So, that already implies that if you're going to work with, you have to work with other people to help at least have you sign on to the ownership as, as someone that can sign on to the loan
0: for you. Right on Derek. Yeah. Having that KP or that guarantor is definitely a critical piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Uh, Derek, I'd like That's... to ask uh, this question. It's why do you love multifamily real estate?
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's so many reasons, but I think, I think the main reason is that um, in multifamily real estate, you, obviously you have scale. I'm sure you've gotten that answer before many times But I think it's also the fact that like you get to learn and basically partner up with people that you love to do business with and they end up becoming your friends, right? Um, And so you do what you do best and then they do what they do best and you create something amazing together, right? Um, And so I always have this incredible vision in my head, right, in the future of, you know, people coming to visit my mountain home, right? This mountain mansion where I've got like a view of the, of the mountains in the background you've got waterfalls and, you know, it's just a beautiful area with trees and everything in Colorado here. And um, I have all the partners who are also my friends that are at my house and we're just having a party and we're chatting with each other. Right. And we're, we're growing personally, we're growing financially and we're all growing intellectually, right? Because we're all setting higher goals and, and evolving together. So that's why I like multifamily real estate is that's a very much a team sport. And as long as you have some sort of value and you want to contribute and you have the right mindset, there's a place for you. And so that's why I love it. It's very inclusive. And also the community is very supportive of each other. Like we all want each other to succeed because Adrian, if you succeed, then you'll be able to help me succeed and help everyone else succeed. That comes your way. Right. And when everyone succeeds, everyone wins in real estate. So that's kind of the way that I'm looking at it.
0: Awesome, I And mean, So many good points there. It's like, you know, it's it's a win-win-win all around, you know. And it's like, yeah. if you succeed, Derek, and I succeed, Derek, or excuse me, if, if I succeed, you know, as Adrian, then like, okay, our tenants are gonna have, you know, safe, affordable place to live. It's clean. Um, you know, our investors are gonna have, uh, you know, passive income that's coming in and tax, you know, advantaged income that's coming in. So it's like not only us, but it's like we're impacting so many more people, you know, beside ourselves. So yeah, uh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Derek, next question is what is your, what is your why and how does that why fit into your commercial real estate business?
1: Yeah. So you kind of mentioned this early on in our introduction, it's unlocking the three degrees of freedom for myself because I've been in the corporate world for, uh, about 20 years, no, 15 years now, or at least before I left, it was 15 years. And during those 15 years, I didn't have any time freedom. I didn't have location freedom and I didn't have financial freedom. And so I've really been like trying to search for something that gives both my wife and I that. And so the vision of us being able to do our job from anywhere or be able to help people around the world from our computer and like with our skills and with our connections and networks, um, that's something that has really resonated with us a lot. And we really want to uh, impact people for the better. Like we do, there's a project that we're under contract on right now that helps place um, individuals in Indianapolis who are looking for work, looking for jobs. Um, And it's a subsidized rent situation where people come into the building, right? Um, And they get vocational training and then they're able to get themselves up on their feet and then enter the workforce, right? And so we wanna do something like that. Also, my wife has got this, um, she, she comes from an immigrant family um, with refugees. And they, as a matter of fact, Sophie's parents came to the United States from asylum from Cambodia in the Khmer Rouge back in the eighties. And so there's a soft spot in our hearts for refugees and support for that. And housing is just a natural fit to be able to serve that community. So I think that, you know, uh, being able to improve the lives of the people that are on our team members, like that are working with us, our own lives and the lives of our residents, and serve everyone at the same time while my wife and I and, and whoever's in our family and our friends and our team can do our work from anywhere in the world. Enabling those three things is our big, big why. And we just want to be able to have everyone have that freedom. So yeah, that's what, that's what we're doing.
0: Yeah. Derek, that's so awesome. I mean, I love that first one too, with, with time freedom. Uh, and I think there's, you know, a lot of misconceptions about, um, you know, Money and, and, and wealth building, and one one big mindset shift that I had was understanding the relationship between time and money. And you know, it's like okay, well, with real estate investing, you start to to create this passive income, and now you're not as tied to that active income, right? You're not trading your time for that active income anymore because you have this passive income that's uh, you know coming in regardless of. time that you put in and so that was like a huge you know mindset shift for me was you know understanding that relationship and it's like my opinion i think it's you know directly directly rated like there's a direct relationship uh between time and money And it's like once you once you learn to like not or you know to try and create something that's not as much you know create or having your 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 income be dependent on your time invested it's like okay that's that's like a huge shift, but uh, um, yeah. no, really, really awesome stuff that you know you and your wife are doing, Derek. And I'm excited to to see how things progress this year, in 22, but also you know in the years to come. Yeah, Derek. And then uh, you know one of the things that we you know one of the goals of, of this show is to, to highlight you know some of the mindset as well as the the faith side. I know you have a very very spiritual background that uh, you know if you're vulnerable enough to to talk about and how that's kind of impacted. Uh, your business and, or maybe mm-hmm. the way you approach, um, you know, life and and, and real estate. Uh, I definitely would love to to hear, you know, how that's, how it's connected on your end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for giving me the space to do this. Cause this is something that doesn't get talked about enough. Um, I think that, you know, being in alignment with your spouse on almost everything, you know, so, you know, on my show, I talk about being in alignment with your spouse like you you know having your spouse with you at least supporting you on this to cheer you on and giving you the space to to be part of the journey um even from a um you know a, a backstage type of role right like all that stuff is super super important but also like the spirituality piece of it is really important to us because for us like it's the one theme that ties everything all together that that we do it's it ties life together it ties business together it ties money relationships um, success and like growth, and you know when we when we um, tap into our Buddhist practices, um, it's part of our lives every day. You know we spend twenty to thirty minutes m- meditating each day, um, and we make it a goal as well to read uh, some sutras about you know about what some of these great masters, these very wise people, um, have written about and how um, you can apply that to daily life and incorporate that in your walk. Right as you're going through, um, basically just. Um, being a more calm patient person and i think that there's there's a lot of wisdom in stillness and by living the buddhist walk or by walking that walk um, i feel like there's there's a lot of things to there's a lot of things that can stress you out but if you remember that there's only this moment right now um everything tends to fall in place because if you're present in the moment right now, that's the only one that really matters. The past, you can learn things from that. That's true. The future hasn't happened yet and you can kind of influence where it's going, but the the present moment is where we all live. And a lot of people when they're talking or they're, you know, interacting with people, they're just waiting to say something like, so when they have a conversation, they're really not listening to the other person. They're really just waiting to speak their own piece and I think the presence to really listen to the other person is a skill set that we've developed, especially in real estate investing and in everything else, where my wife and I have been able to really listen to what the other person is saying and personify that and feel it and then reflect it back out. And I know it sounds really simple, but it's very spiritual because you start to feel things that the people that are talking to you feel as well. And you start to empathize with them and you start taking on the emotions. And that starts when you start meditating a lot and you start getting more and more into the practice, it starts reverberating out into people that you don't see, like your residents or your team members or your, you know, your property managers. And so you start to like, you start to emanate that empathy. Um, Of course, business has to get done, right? And so you have to set ground rules and limitations, but we always start with compassion and always give people the benefit of the doubt. Um, and I just think that like, it's a spiritual thing that, you know, flows within everything. And, uh, one last thing I wanted to say too, is that money itself is very spiritual and we've tied those two things together by using our spiritual walk, by saying, okay, you know, money can do a lot of great things. It's just an extension of who you are. So who you are is the most important thing. And if we are living in the present moment and living with compassion, and trying to help people the best way we know how by applying money and shifting the energy and putting it in places that will have the most amount of impact on people. We feel like that's going to provide tons of good karma uh, and also just make us feel good about what we're doing and, and continue the whole spiritual walk.
0: Uh, thank you, Derek. There's so much there as well. I mean, you said, you brought up stillness, uh, meditation, compassion, uh, and presence too. all those things, you know, are I feel like you're just so critical, you know, to to being able to take a step back um, and to just, you know, reflect on, um, you know, your life and how you're interacting with, with uh, you know, the people in your life, whether it's business or your spouse or, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe an investor. But uh, I 100% agree with you. Like, it's it's so spiritual. And I love, I love your connection um, with, you know, the, the spiritual connection to, to money because you know it's like okay well if I hand you uh, you know ten dollars to go do a task it's it's me saying hey I am confident in you you know I believe in you to go get this done for me and there, it's a it's a spiritual interaction you know if you think about it um, and then on the other end of that that person doing the task it's like okay this person trusts me so I'm gonna you know I'm gonna go do this thing. Uh, for him because he has that confidence in me he believes you know in me and so it's like Mm -hmm. there's you know definitely you know a spiritual connection uh, to money Uh, but what i
1: also what i also love about that too and i'm sorry for interrupting but what i love about that too is that like the the ten dollars that you're spending this person to do something like to do something there's a level beyond that because it's in a direction that you're moving so you're directing the energy of almost the entire world right like there's this universal consciousness or you know, there, there's this field around everything that like, you know, when you tell someone to do something, it has an impact on everything in a very small, you may not be able to imperceptible way, but it just is right. And so when you, when you direct energy in a certain way, this person is now devoting their time to your vision in some way. And your vision is a part of a bigger whole that impacts the entire world in some form or fashion, as small as it may be, or as big as it may be.
0: Absolutely. there such an yeah. awesome point as well i kind of like to tie this to the next question i think uh you know the spiritual interior life mm-hmm. has a lot to do with our disciplines and habits and you kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier but i'd love to hear your take on how um you know your own habits and disciplines have uh contributed to to the results uh, that you see in your life and your business
1: yeah you know um thank you for that i think that um by, by understanding where your vision is and how it's a part of you, right? With the spirituality, that kind of ties it all together for me. Um, discipline is just something it's, it, people may view it as discipline, but it's just presence. It's just what you need to do in order to get what needs to get done. So if you're not truly in alignment with what your vision is, then you need discipline in order to get to where you wouldn't need to go. At least that's my opinion, because if you understand what it is that you're trying to achieve, it's just going to happen. And one of the things like for daily habits, I do miracle morning. Um, if you've heard of that before by Hal Elrod, and if you listeners haven't heard that you have to listen to that book or read the book. Um, and then he also has a community out there so that you can get involved. Um, so I think that's a big thing. And then time blocking when I was doing all of this on the side, uh, I made sure to set aside one hour per day before my work started at the office to do everything I need to do in real estate. So that that way, when I went home, I didn't have to scramble and like, you know, negotiate time with my wife to be like, no, I got to work on real estate now instead of eat dinner, you know, those types of things. Right. So you just get it knocked out at the beginning of the day so that everything from there is just a cherry on top.
0: I love time blocking there. I think It's like the greatest habit. That's
1: incredible. <laughs> also um, one last thing to a bonus tip is um, if you haven't read Atomic Habits, have you read that book?
0: I haven't read it. Uh, I've kind of flipped through it. But no, it's definitely on the to-read list for sure.
1: It is just as powerful as Miracle Morning. Okay. It is incredible. Yeah. And so for those listeners out there, please do get Atomic Habits by James Clear. Completely, a complete life changer for me too.
0: Oh, awesome. Atomic Habits. Yeah, we'll make sure to, to get that out there. Um, I had a great time connecting with you today and, and hearing your story. Yeah, I'm definitely... want to reiterate my excitement for you uh, especially as you that third freedom uh, and i'm sure you know you're going to accomplish that you know just a matter of time and uh, thank you and uh, yeah i just kind of would like to open up to you to just share with our listeners uh, where they can where they can reach you at if they they want to get in contact with you
1: sure yeah Uh, so first of all thank you adrian for having me on and i love your show and i love the format with like the the spirituality and the faith um, because that's something that needs to be talked about more. So thank you for doing what you do. And I hope that you continue doing this for as many years as you can. <laughs> um, yeah, people people can find out more about me on elevateequity.org. Just go there. Um, or you guys can type my name, Derek Clifford, into Amazon. Um, there you'll find my book, which is uh, Part-Time Real Estate Investing for Full-Time Professionals. Um, and then the last thing I'll offer too, is for those of you guys who are on commercial side and wanting to learn more about how commercial real estate can help preserve and grow your own portfolio, go to elevateequity.org forward slash seven ways ebook. And there you'll get, um, an ebook that I've written that helps you help show you in a very succinct way, seven ways that commercial real estate can protect your portfolio and help you grow it over time.
0: Awesome. Derek, uh, Yeah. Listeners go check him out. He's, he's on some, some big projects uh, ahead of him. So, but Hey Derek, it's been a a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much, Adrian. Thank you for listening to the St. Joseph's capital show brought to you by St. Joseph's capital. St. Joseph's capital works with investors nationwide investing in real estate while also donating 50% of profits to assist missionaries who are committed to sharing the hope and joy Of the gospel with high school and university students around the world. St. Joseph's Capital, creating impact, one investor, one missionary, and one student at a time. Connect with us online at stjosephscapital.com to receive free access to our new seven day course, An Introduction to Passive Real Estate Investing, which includes our new book, 13 Advantages of Real Estate Syndications, which you can also receive access for free. This information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent laws that apply to these facts.